Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right, everyone, we are back. It's another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. As always, thank you to all of our wonderful patrons. If you would like to join, patreon.com slash Roma Press. And as always, video version of the podcast available on YouTube at youtube.com slash at IS Roma Press. And let me apologize in advance uh, for my voice. And you know what? I completely just shafted it and giving... A shout out to our newest patron, Andy, and that is Martinas Verbusaitis. So thank you, Martinas, for your support. And I am apologetic for neglecting uh, to uh, thank you 20 seconds before. My sincerest apologies. I'll blame it on the COVID that I'm battling now currently, which, Andy, uh, when it comes to... Uh, COVID stuff. That's how I feel anytime. Basically, it, it feels like a virus. Anytime I see uh, Roma and the uh, Fajishi or Aya involved in a storyline, because that's where we find ourselves at now. Naturally, this is about to happen uh, as Roma enter undoubtedly the, the most difficult run of fixtures that they have thus far this season, I would argue. Even um, this is the, is it, is it too, uh, dramatic to say do or die? Because I, I, I mean, yes, our classic make or break period. Of this yeah. Season. Um, I think we've agreed upon that. Yeah. I mean, well, let's put it up on the screen now to show everybody. So this is what we have coming up and there really is no way to, to sugarcoat this, to, uh, to soften the blow, so to speak. I mean, this is without question the most difficult, most important part of the season. And I won't even say today because you can I think you could easily make the case that this is where we will know one way or another if uh, Roma qualify for Champions League, if Jose Mourinho is going to remain. <laughs> I mean, again, not, not to put too fine a point on this but this is this is the season this is it so this weekend the 10th of december we have roma hosting fiorentina then the following weekend going away to the dalara to face bologna hopefully uh, if any of you are in attendance that the plumbing uh, as i mentioned the the one time i was there the plumbing was uh, out of order so uh, anybody who attends, my, my thoughts are with you. Then after that, hosting Napoli. Then away to Torino to face Juve. Home to Atalanta, which takes us to the 7th of January. And then uh, away to San Siro to face Milan. And that takes us to the 14th of January. So that is, at least from the standpoint of Serie A, that is Roma's next month. And again, this is where we will know. And this is where we will find out. And there is so much on the line in this part. I know this is going to be one of those things where, you, you know, we people listen to it. Maybe they roll their eyes because they've heard you and I say this uh, 2,000 times in the number of uh, years we have been doing this, where we say this point is uh, most important, that point is most important. But... But if you just look at this group of fixtures, I mean, um, 
it speaks for itself. Uh, nearly every uh, single one of these teams is in the running for either a Champions League place or Europe. So uh, when we talk about Roma and uh, the uh, direct matches, as we like to call them in Italian, this is it. I mean, this I mean, hell, even 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 Bologna is almost like a direct match, given how they've been it doing is. this season. At this point, they're also a direct better for Europe. Uh, they are undoubtedly a direct uh, uh, rival for a place. Now, going into this, this is where things stand as far as the table goes. So, uh, Inter currently top thirty-five points. Juve. Second at 33, Milan third with 29, Roma, they are technically, they are technically fourth, yeah? Because they have 24, yeah. Nap- yes, yeah, Roma, they have the better goal difference. Uh, Roma fourth with 24 points, Napoli um, uh, behind them, 24 points as well. Fiorentina, 23, Bologna, 22, Atalanta, 20. Points. So every single one of these teams is uh, within four points of a Champions League place. At worst, at worst, I, I, I I'm shocked that Fior- Fiorentina is still that high because I feel like every single time I watch them, they are either yeah, yeah, they're very high bad or they're or, or surprisingly good. They don't have. A version in between. <laughs> no. So, uh, I mean, this speaks for itself how that ties into the thing with Jose Mourinho. Um, there's this, uh, this is total Sandia, by the way. I, you don't see this happening in the Premier League where you have uh, the refereeing bodies with the FA like arguing and they're singling him out. Yeah. You you mean Mourinho? They're singling out. Yeah, Mourinho. yeah. I'm sorry, sorry. I had to uh, cough up it's my fine. life there. It's uh, fine. I, yeah, I, I mean they are singling out Jose Mourinho, and again, it, it it's annoying. Something you usually only see in this country to this degree. I, I somebody from Germany could tell me if they do this in the Bundesliga, but you know, Serie A, uh, 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 we know the town the guy who is about to referee the match comes from. This is how. Uh, uh, this is how far the, the the rabbit hole goes when it comes to uh, every single weekend in Serie yeah, A. But that's yeah, that's Serie A in general. That sort of everybody knows true. the curriculum, the bio. <laughs> everybody knows the family history. There's like even people who are, uh, you know, are nerdy enough to be able to find like childhood pictures of some of these referees. Remember Abisso? Abisso with his Milan jersey on, you know, when he had that terrible episode. Uh, it was against Inter a few yes. years ago. Mm. And of course, I mean, uh, we that's, can't mention like, social the, media. Yeah, now the power of social Jack media, everything becomes... O'Malley. like Remember remember the great Jack O'Malley? <laughs> remember Jack O'Malley? That, Unfortunately, he's no longer here, man. He's, I don't no, know. Well, he's, it, it, that was something that your Italian uncle does on Facebook yeah. to yeah, give yeah, himself a fake, uh, uh, of... fake profile name. <laughs> yeah, that was, but that I, was, I'm... but that's the that's the thing with 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 Serie A is I think this is not even a Mourinho problem. It's a really a big Serie A problem. The, the one problem. thing we may take issue with is that the fact that now they came out in the open to try and sort of suppress what Mourinho said, whereas 
yes. other people such as Sari, Gasperini, even Massimiliano Allegri in the past said similar things and never faced any repercussions. Um, but this is definitely a problem between Serie A uh, referees and and teams in general. There's just a, a really bad feeling. I don't, you know, and this is not doing them any any favors whatsoever. Um, it's a shame because we're gonna go into these next few matches with with the risk of not having Mourinho on the sideline. Now again, it's the same old debate of does that make a difference? Well, I think uh, I I think it does make a difference. In I, the end, we've I seen him does. miss a number of important games since he's been here. Um, he's been trying to be on his best behavior, and that's why I still find it very, very odd that he just sort of went out in the open like that um, on 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 Saturday prior to the Sassuolo match because that's not something he'd been doing for for a long time to just come out in the open and call out a referee, specifically mention him by name, and say that he's not um, experienced enough, not stable enough to handle a game on his own as the main referee. That is, the, I mean, if you ask me, is that problematic? I say it's problematic, but I also find it even more problematic how the league is handling all these things. Not even in Mourinho's case, but just in general, there is a real lack of consistency and there is a, a lack of openness about the situation with the referees. And that's that forces you to then go into these next games with this awareness that, hey, from one game to the next one, you may lose Mourinho for who knows how long, two games, three games, one game. I mean, um, but Roma are so, you know, they. I think that it's so important to get this stretch right also just in terms of are they ready? Like, can they, you know, no distractions, no outside noise. Like, can you focus? Can you focus on the task at hand? That is the question with this stretch of games. It's not even, can you stay fit? Can you play well? It's, can you be focused? Can you not let the opponent overwhelm you? Because if you if you let one of these teams score on you, they're going to go on a run. You're not going to come back, okay? Like, that's... It's simple as that. This is not going to be Sassuolo. It's not going to be Lecce. It's not going to be Monza. It's going to be Fiorentina, Bologna, Napoli, Juve, Atalanta, Milan. Okay, that that's the that's that's the essence of what awaits us. It's teams that will make you pay if you're not laser focused. And I want to know if Mourinho's potential absence can cause the team to suffer. A disruption in focus because we know how easily they, you know, they let emotions get the best of them. 100%. And just going back quickly to what you said about, um, about the inconsistency with uh, just the way the rules are applied with certain managers, you know, my opinion completely changed because I thought, okay, the uh, the Fijishi, you know, I I don't I won't attribute uh, malice that can be easily attributed to stupidity or ignorance. The second Brian Cristante received that ban for the blasphemy, how how many was that? Two thousand and nineteen, two thousand and twenty. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. I think Infamous. it was Fonseca's second year, so two thousand twenty. Yes. My entire outlook on uh, the application of uh, of the rules by the Fijian yeah, and, and of what on, completely and, changed. 
and of what gets heard and what doesn't get heard. Like, you know, they specifically, in that case, they specifically went to a microphone that was located near Bologna's goal. Yes. <laughs> like they actually well, I, picked it up. How many times hadn't they picked up the same thing said by other players in similar situations? That's the question. <laughs> I mean, if you listen, you can find plenty of examples on YouTube of, of uh, uh, Gigi Buffon going up to a referee. And what did Chris Nate Didn't he say, uh, he said bastard, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah? Or did he say, oh, did he say, uh, no, I know. I don't said. remember. Listen, it wasn't anything good, but it definitely was the kind of thing that you, if you heard Buffon say, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's another Tuesday I think it, morning I, I, for Buffon, you know. Yeah. So it's, but that's, and that applies to the discussion of, of coaches, what they say during, before, after games because it's it's you know they say all kinds of things the, now it's 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 you know it it, it seria failed to contain this topic they failed to address in time now relations are at uh, between referees and clubs are such an at an all time low that these things are being said week in week out like you know sari says it maybe 10 times a year that he doesn't like this guy. He doesn't like that guy. That guy is shit. That guy is not competent enough. Gasperini does the same thing. Gasperini, you know, being the gentleman that he is, he loves to go out uh, in his post-match comments and just say that uh, uh, somebody is blatantly incompetent. So very quickly, I just found the the ruling and the, uh, the, and the uh, uh, sporting judge, the Fijishi. Uh, the thing he said, it starts with the P, uh, what the first word starts with a P, and then the second uh, begins with an M, uh, and that okay, second yeah, word cool. for anybody that's, who that's doesn't speak cool Italian, yeah, sure. uh, uh, the 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 second word in that saying, it's uh, there's a famous female uh, yes. singer artist, yes, uh, that you can you can derive, uh, yes. uh, you can make reference to with that yeah, word. One of so, the greatest. By the way, pop, that gets said about the uh, two of all time. <laughs> that gets uh, said about two to three dozen times. Oh, for sure. Within a match, uh, sometimes even by the exact same guy. So uh, you couldn't have put it better. Uh, I mean, Sarri, man, forget about like bad words. Uh, it was when he was was with Napoli. Remember when? No, he but, had, but, uh, was... yeah, okay, but but even but even a few weeks ago, he named the referee and said this That's... guy doesn't have the goods to referee right. on this level. You know that. So and. So by this, I want to just conclude it because for me, it's so stupid that we have to, again, you know, go over this. It becomes a whole event. Tomorrow, Roma have to present their defense of Mourinho. Mourinho is being interrogated. I don't even want to imagine how these conversations go. Like, what, what did you say on Saturday? Like, you have it, it on tape. It brings me back to it's the days, written. man. It's, there's a transcript. There's, it's all out on the paper. So you know exactly what he said. He's going to say exactly what he said. Uh, but to me, so to me... It's not, this is not, it doesn't mean that what Mourinho said is right. I don't know if if what uh, coaches say, go around saying, if that is right, if that is correct, if that helps anything. But it's weird how there is a lack of consistency on the part of an organization that you should look after these relations. Does that not bring you back to the good old days of uh, L'Avocato, Antonio Conte, not the manager, uh, alongside Baldissoni? Uh, Absolutely. Antonio Conte, who was undefeated. He was undefeated for like 
six, seven years, the and king. he's been defeated every single time since. <laughs> he's been he's lost every single case that Roma have tried to appeal in like the last four years. So, oh my god, I could barely talk. Well, so we uh, we he and I follow each other on Twitter, and I I. I made a joking tweet saying something along the lines of that, and um, he he liked it. And I think, well, not I think, he sent well, me a nice message after. It, you know, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I he, mean, he's every the case, one who goes and represents the club, so he knows if he loses or wins. Uh, well, well, too, I mean, it's uh, you can find these things. I, I mean, if you go to the Fijishi's website, it takes you two seconds. And by the way, they 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 provide the entire transcript of the proceedings, so it's. Uh, it, it's not as if I am breaking it, but I, I, I had to bring him up just because I, I felt bad when I did that. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more, though, when it comes to this thing about it does matter. You know, uh, it, some will say I, this has happened in the patron group chat about, you know, well, uh, faulty out there. It's fine. What's the difference? Jose Mourinho is preparing them during the week. But I, I, I am sorry. It makes a huge difference. Um, and if they are without him. Okay, for any period of time, I am sorry. They need to go out there. I this is where I would love to see Dan Friedkin come down from the tower for the very first time. Because again, the only clip we have of him talking, there's two. There's uh, again, there's one on YouTube of him at some film festival. The second one is him saying, in a very Maybe he had the tickle in his throat. He was talking to our good friend Filippo uh, Piafora. The way he says "good morning," yeah. or yeah, he had, he had that he had that nasal voice, nasal yeah. southern voice. He, yeah, he sounded like a high. He's a big man, you know. He's a big man. So when he when, yes. he when he says that, it really he really sounds like he's coming from like some underworld <laughs> from Austin, Texas, or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does. Unless I'm mistaken, I mean, he does not have that Texas uh, draw, draw, that draw, the yeah, draw, draw, yeah. draw. I just said draw. Um, John, what's happening? Is that's what I said. Man, I, said brain. I, I, I don't have a first language. I just have two seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know the struggle. <laughs> there is no first language. So, it's just other languages that you've learned. <laughs> okay, so... I'm just going to assume they're going to have him because, I, you know, if you apply it in the way... It would be a power move to have Dan Friedkin on the sidelines, though, you know? Well, well or to have the guy come Move down on, and say, listen, next, I, you know, I, I, I have stood out there for three years now. I have not said a fucking word. Uh, yeah, that would you know, be awesome. That would be so awesome. That would be unbelievable, hearing him do it for the first time. And again, I, you know, I'd be curious to hear what he, uh, what he sounds like. Glasses? Are you kidding me? Like, that's... the. Amazing, and to see him like—I I mean, that be like take over co in coaching duties, you know, do the Bruno well, appearance off the bench, you know, sort of like I'm the man up in this piece, you know. Well, I, you, for anybody who knows, there's that famous uh, GIF of him that I, I have to take credit for. That one of him that I recorded while I was at the Olympico. They have screens for you. Uh, I I put they pan to him and he goes, "Yeah," which is one yeah. of the. The, the best reactions ever. I still yeah, have yeah, the original it's on awesome. the phone. It's awesome. Yeah, um, he couldn't believe what he was seeing. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's fantastic. But 
I, I mean, I, I just cannot assume that the Fijian would be stupid enough to open this can of worms. But uh, who knows? Who knows with them? But ahead of this match with Fiorentina, this is, uh, you know, match one of, again, a, a very, yeah. very difficult run. Yeah. So if we just take, let's take the next five. So again, the next five, Fiorentina home, Bologna away, Napoli home, Juve away, Atalanta home. Those are the next five league fixtures of Roma. What is unacceptable record in that time? You can even add to it. I would say winning everything that you play at home. Use the Olympico to your strength. Mm. Make make it your strength. There is no reason Mm. as to why you should lose any of those encounters at home. Like Fiorentina, I couldn't Napoli, agree more. You have to win those at home. It, it it's just yes. It, it's simple math. Like you suck at playing away. Okay, we know that, and you know it. <laughs> the team is fully aware of it. They celebrated Sassuolo as if they had won the scudetto because of the importance of it in the grand scheme of things. But your home is your home. You know it. You feed off that energy. You feed off the strength of it. So, to me. The acceptable results would be, you know, okay, the, playing at the Juventus Stadium, it's, we know how it is. We know our track record there. So, yeah, abandon all hope, ye who enter, right? So, like, yeah. that's okay, fine. But playing Napoli, this Napoli at home in a, in a packed Olimpico, come on now. Playing Fiorentina at home in a packed Olimpico, this Fiorentina. That was almost put down by Parma playing with 20-year-old kids. Come on. Yes. Now, you know? So Roma, again, they as always, they have to lean into what they know, what they're good at. You know, I was mentioning it today in today's live stream. Like, think if things some of things are going well for you, if some things are working for you, don't change them. Like if Sardaras Moon is working for you off the bench, if if he's really giving you what you want in those 30, 35 minutes, maybe now 45 minutes playing a whole second half, who knows? Keep playing him that way. Don't start him. You know, like lean into your strengths. If if Felsharao is providing you with the answers in the ha- in second half, put him on the bench. You know, that yeah, like, I mean if Chris Smalling is a... because Roma Mourinho doesn't seem to really have like a a steady grasp still on this Roma's strength. So he's sort of experimenting Mm. and it's fine. It's working. Like those comebacks have been made possible because he's been twisting and turning within that bench and coming up with these solutions. Okay, that's cool. Um, But if something's working for you, don't change it now because now things can really backfire. If If you make a mistake and it blows up in your face, the consequences of it amplified by every single game that we're now approaching is almost like a must win could be very serious when you look at what awaits us you know from week to week now you cannot be like oh well we had a tough game this time but next week we can make up for it by playing a, a smaller side no it's not going to be the case no you're completely correct in that and this weekend too you, you know, if you look at the rest of the calendar, this is why uh, Roma need to win this against Fiorentina. I, I mean, this is just a, there is no alternative. You have to win. Juve playing Napoli, Atalanta playing Milan, 
Lazio, they have to go away to Verona. Not going to be an easy one for them. So this is one of those, again, another opportunity. You have Milan-Atalanta and then, uh, again, Napoli-Juve. I, I mean, somebody's going to drop points. This is one of those times. Anytime your direct rivals for those top places are going to drop points, you are guaranteed coming into today, somebody uh, in this race with you is going to drop points. You have to collect. You have to make every single one of them pay. And again, you are in this position because you 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 fumbled the beginning of the season so badly. By the way, how much more shit does that look, that first month of Roma? I mean, again, I, I, I know I sound like an old man just saying the same things over sure, and over and over be, and over be, again. You'd be on top of Milan right now. Like if yes. you had just like yes. six points... You're on top of Milan, so and it's a whole different story. And we're talking about a different yes. Roma, and we're talking about different stakes at this moment in time. And we we can be more lenient, we can be more open for you know. But no, that's a different reality. That's a reality that is not there anymore. This is it. This is the world that Roma have created for themselves, where it's expected of them to come up with results week in week out because um, because you have too much to lose. Too much to lose. There is Mourinho's future at stake. There is Roma's entire future at stake. There is Paulo Dybala's future at the club. Like Romelu Lukaku, this period in time are huge. Are huge. Are huge. Um, And that's why it's important to, if some things are working for you, keep using them the way you do. Like don't, don't, don't risk anything. Obviously, if, for example, say Pilotti is sitting on his ass all day long, all week long, I mean, that's weird. (laughs) He should not be in that position. He should be contributing, sure. But don't change things that have been working for you, that have been giving you those guarantees that you've had so few of to speak of. You know, like if if Sardaras Moon, who came on against Sassuolo and at a certain moment was playing as a midfielder, is working for you, use him. Don't use Renato Sanchez, who's a big question mark, you know? Like Yes. If if something is if somebody is giving you the answers you want, this is the time to keep keep relying on that and not trying to come up with a whole different scenario because uh, that can work in the Europa League, can work in Coppa Italia when you want to throw things around, see what sticks, what doesn't. But now is the time for Roma to get things right. It all starts, obviously, with attitude and with that focus that we spoke at the beginning of the of the of the episode. Is I need to see a Roma that can keep its focus from the first minute until the very last. Because once again, this is not going to be the time nor place where you can afford to concede a goal, concede two goals, and then romanticize about the possibility of getting back into the game by going on a scoring run, because that may not necessarily happen. And you will be facing teams that if they see any open space, they'll hurt you. So if you have a problem with Leandro Paredes and the lack of coverage in front of defense, Tell Cristante not to roam around so much. You know, put put an extra body in there. Do something in order to fix what hasn't worked for you. But the th- few things that have been a guarantee, that have consistently given you the results you wanted, stick to them. Stick to them. 
That's it. Yeah, That's the absolutely. Because, because I, I, Roma are in no position. They're, they don't have enough guarantees to make up for, you know, for whatever it is that we failed to do in the first month. You're not going to comp- compensate for it now. It's not like if you, you know, if you if you do something right now, it compensates. No, that the the month of September, month of October is gone now. That's in the past. You have to you have to make do with what you have now. You have to face the games that you face now. You have to win those games. That's it's ex- now it's expected of you. Yeah, I mean, I am looking back at uh, the historical uh, results of Roma at home to uh, Fiorentina. At least in the last, what, one, two, three, four, five seasons, they have won uh, four of the five fixtures at home. it's a pretty good record. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, again, this is one you have to, you know, even if we want to consider the match against Sassuolo, the the true beginning of this uh, slog through this month, you need to continue on this right foot. We talked about it before. You're going to have guys that are fatigued. We we are going to have guys that are going to need to uh, play 90 minutes every single time, uh, multiple times per week. But you know what? As you just said, Roma, they don't have many guarantees. They do not have guys that uh, you can pencil into the formation, um, pencil into the lineup, and... Have a complete and total reassurance you're going to get something from them. So I, I 100% agree with no, you. No, and, and that starts with, say, for example, somebody like Stefano Sharawi, who's well-established yes. at the club. and uh, and But it also applies to somebody like Sardar Moon, who you have, he's giving you what you want off the bench. Why? Why would you try and include him now into the starting lineup like so many people want Mourinho to do? No, no, no. It's It's working for you. It's working for you. So few things are working for you. So many things have taken time to express themselves. So much time was needed to form a semi-solid backline with Diego Llorente, Evan Dica, you know, slotting into the defense in, in place of uh, Chris Smalling. Now is not the time. Now is the time for reassurances. Roma must stick to them. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to leave it there. Uh, I, I've barely made it through this half an hour. Uh, but we will be back after the match uh, against Fiorentina. It's, uh, we're going to be busy here. It's going to be a very difficult run of fixtures here. We will keep our fingers crossed because we all know what is on. Uh, if we don't keep our fingers crossed, what is on the negative end of this? I'm not prepared to do that uh, just before the new year. So think positively in class. As always, is half full. Uh, so we will chat with you in a few days. Until then, ciao. Ciao.